Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the return of hacktivists and the important questions that it raises. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. President Biden signed a bill that aims to increase school cybersecurity. The law requires the CISA to conduct a study on K-12 schools' cybersecurity risk. The CISA then will create cybersecurity recommendations and an online training tool for schools. Schools have been recent targets of ransomware attacks. This bill is an important first step. So much so that this bill passed with bipartisan support. Google told 14,000 Gmail users that Russian-linked hackers targeted them. Google said Gmail filters successfully marked all of the emails as spam. The campaign represented 86% of Google's monthly warnings. This is an important reminder for everyone to remain vigilant. Our third story comes from InfoSecurity Magazine. Three men have been indicted for their role in an alleged business email compromise conspiracy. These three men were charged in federal court with money laundering and aggravated identity theft. The group is accused of using phishing emails to get into employees' accounts. They would then conduct month-long reconnaissance before stepping in at the crucial moment when a supplier's invoice was expected by the victim company, and then they would substitute their own highly convincing request for payment. While these are only allegations that have to be proven in court, it is not often that cyber crimes are prosecuted. Our next story is a follow-up to the solar wind story. According to Reuters, Russian hackers behind the solar wind attack used their access to U.S. federal agencies' documents to search for information related to policies on sanctions against Russian individuals. According to Microsoft's annual threat review paper, these Russian spies were ultimately looking for government material on sanctions and other Russian-related policies, along with the U.S.'s method for catching Russian hackers. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. Our first piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from ZDNet. A number of cybersecurity vulnerabilities that criminals are exploiting are old. Researchers looked at the most common vulnerabilities used for ransomware attacks and found that some of these vulnerabilities are decades old and that there are patches available for these vulnerabilities. While it can be difficult for companies' IT departments to keep up with the number of available patches, it's important to keep up this fight. The number of data breaches is on pace to eclipse the number of reported breaches from last year. 
According to the Identity Theft Resource Center, one of the causes for this increase is the growth of supply chain attacks. Often supply chain attacks impact a number of companies whose data is stored with the supply chain company. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now for our main story. According to a report from the Washington Post, there has been a recent increase in hacktivism. This is where criminal hackers who wish to further political goals have targeted companies and organizations that they view as right-wing or right-leaning. They also target surveillance industries and even governments. There's been a number of recent hacktivist data breaches. For example, in January, data from Parler, a social media site, was taken. The following month, a similar site called Gab was also breached. The hack took 40 million posts from the platform, along with private messages. Unlike most breaches where criminals post or sell data, these hackers provided the information to researchers and journalists. Just last month, hacker group Anonymous leaked the data from Epic, a hosting site for far-right websites. While some may applaud these groups for exposing extremist. It raises the question, should privacy rights extend to people we don't agree with? What about the other people's records who are also exposed? This month, records from the gaming streaming site Twitch were leaked. But the company records also included thousands of Twitch users' personal information. These people clearly weren't the target of hacktivists. How we approach this growing trend of hacktivism will be an important question in the years coming forward. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Jay-Z Finish Your Breakfast Award. In Jay-Z's retirement album, The Black Album, Jay-Z raps on public service announcement that my homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast, which Jay-Z explains in his book Decoded, to me, finish up strong and complete your job. This award goes to Congress, who has proposed a law that would require a warrant to search American digital devices at the border. Currently, there is a border search exception rule that allows for warrantless searches that might otherwise be unconstitutional. Custom agents are able to conduct basic searches without reasonable suspicion, and they can conduct basic and advanced searches without obtaining a warrant. This exception is primarily intended for finding contraband or unauthorized entrance into the country, but it applies to federal agents working within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Congress has previously proposed laws that would require warrants, but these bills have all failed. Maybe this time, Congress will finish its breakfast. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.